Thanks for listening to JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. My name is Mark. I'm joined here by... Anderson Cooper. And... Um, Alexandra Ocasio-Cortez. It's election night, baby. This is a special election night uh, edition of JoJo's Bizarre Podcast. I'm actually Mark, and that was Miles, not Anderson Cooper. And that was (laughs) Jackie. You shouldn't let us fill in our names. Not AOC. Yeah, you know, I I stopped doing that. I don't know why I did it tonight. Yeah, I don't know why you did it either. Because it's a special occasion. That's right. By the time you're listening to this, this country will be ruined. (laughs) I threw up three times. And you you can interpret that how you want, because the results haven't come in yet, so... So we don't know. No matter what, you can think the country's ruined. Um, this is a podcast where we talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I hope the name gave it away. We're going to talk about Golden Wind, episode five, called Popo's Fortune. But before we get into the episode particulars, what? before we get into the particulars, why are we delaying this? We're gonna what well, we're gonna people write to us and say nice things, and we have to read them. Okay. Okay. Have so to. So the first thing I want to read is a comment we got on SoundCloud.com slash JJBpod. Okay, that's the. That's the URL. And this is from a user named, ooh, memes, give me them. (laughs) And it goes like this. Hi, my name is Jorno and I like piss. Just wanted to say that I really like the podcast. Even without talking about JoJo, you're all awesome. Did any of you read part seven and what do you think about it? No. I read part seven. I liked it. The first half of reading it, it was a bit of a slog. I don't know why, but it didn't really pull me in. And then when I revisited it, like years later, I found the color scans and that kind of helped me like figure out what was going on in different action sequences. And there was the, the Mandem arc that I really liked uh, with Ringo Rodigan. Um, and yeah, after watching uh, the two protagonists like uh, relationship, I realized it was, had a little more substance than previous Jojo arcs uh, and it ended in some cool locations and stuff. So I liked part seven. It's long though. Jackie didn't read it, right? No. Okay. I did not. I am not caught up, but I am somewhere in Jojolion. I have no idea where anymore. I know about King Nothing and, well, some other stuff I just realized I can't say. Um, thank you for writing to us. Oh, memes, give me them. When you first welcome. wrote that, when you first wrote that, we were like, right. what does he mean, Jojo? Jorno uh, likes piss. Like, what is he talking about? Yeah, I, and now we figured it out because we watched the episode. To clarify, I read JoJo's a long time ago, like 10 years ago, no more than that. So I, I, I don't really know part five. So the anime is a surprise to me because I read it with shitty translations way back when. So this guy just writing, I'm Jorno and I like piss. I was like, that's an assumption, but whatever. But we figured it out. He loves piss. Uh, <laughs> this was this actually came into us like an hour after the podcast went up last week. It's from Bizarre Buccaneer. Hi, Bizarre Buccaneer. It's, Hello. The subject is, does Jackie have the Oingo Boingo book? Mm, I wish. Guys, I'm panicking. Last week, Jackie basically described all of part five with her stands will get stranger and sexier comment. But it seems like the whole of JoJo is changing because of you guys. From the horny ending to Tonio Trusardi's localization becoming Tonio Trendy, it makes me wonder how you guys are doing this. Please explain, but not before I wake up feeling so horny. Thanks, Bizarre Buccaneer. We're the writers of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. (laughs) Obviously. Look, it's Occam's Razor. Uh, or maybe we work for David Production, or... Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just the nature of the universe we're that just, things become sexier mm, as you go. Mm. I think oh, we're just yeah. following the trends, because I was just basing it off of like what is already happening, where, where I see the trends are going. And uh, Trendy Tony is just Trendy Tony. It's mm-hmm. also following the trends. That's actually, I believe that's Mary's uh, corruption. That's right. I believe. Trendy Tony. Um, this is, wait a minute. Shout out to Mary. Uh, please pick up my calls. Hi, Mary. (laughs) Mary, don't forget, uh, don't put like the sharp knives in the dishwasher. Wash them by hand. Right, Miles? We don't have a dishwasher. Miles, you complain to me all the time about how Mary is screwing up your sharp knives. We do not have a dishwasher. All right. Just kidding. Uh, this email is subjected. It's subjected to my reading. It's, uh, the subject is the worst injury and it Mm. comes to us from Samir. Uh, and it goes like this. Hello. Huh. Guys, Did you say Henlo? Yep. Guys, it's been like nine months since I've emailed you and so much has happened. From passing, 
<laughs> Let me catch you all up. Yes, please. <laughs> From passing my driving test to fracturing my thumb. Congratulations on both. I, I broke my thumb last week during Taekwondo. Slanted mouth face. What's the worst injury you've ever had? Keep it spicy, Samir. Uh, uh, not that bad. I sprained my ankle last year playing soccer, and I didn't go to the doctor, and sometimes smart. it still hurts. <laughs> Does a migraine count? Because I've never been like, (laughs) I've never been injured. Jackie, I remember you had your wisdom teeth out and I stayed with you while you were on painkillers. And the story I tell people is that you were like normal. I was waiting for all these like YouTube video style things of you just like saying nonsense and you were totally fine and you'd be like, it hurts more. I should take the painkillers again. Mm -hmm. And then at one point you turn to me and go, Mark, I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) apropos of nothing i was like about what and you went, i don't know and that that was it that was the only weird mental moment that you had i i actually have a a broken upper labial frenulum i don't you guys have seen this right what no, i haven't seen this this thing jesus is, you're a freak you see how that's broken oh my oh, god oh my god i didn't know that jackie did you so, know that you were marrying damaged mark goods? all of these years how so, could i have never known how disgusted are you right now i should explain where where this, this is located it's under your your upper lip between your top row of teeth you know how your lip if it wasn't connected to the top of your teeth it would just flop all over the place <laughs> Well, on your bottom lip and top lip, there's something called a frenulum. It's a small piece of skin that like kind of keeps it attached. Yeah, you'll feel it if right now you stick your tongue out and rub it against your two front teeth and then make it go up as far as you can. You'll feel a little ridge there. Like try to, inside your mouth, take your tongue and try to touch your nose. Like try to do that. There's like a little... Thing in the While way. inside your no, mouth. everyone knew what I meant when I said upper labial frenulum. I'm, I'm going back on my word. Anyway, <laughs> I was climbing a shelf when I was a kid in my parents' house where I lived, and I was just like standing on the shelves that clearly were not meant for more than my dad's science fiction book collection. And I get higher up, and the shelf that I'm standing on collapses, and I shoot downwards, and somehow my face, like the shelf, missed my teeth. And instead pushed my upper lip up with such force that it broke that little frenulum piece that I'm talking about. And it stayed like broken it narrowly, forever? narrowly missed my teeth. It just pushed the lip up real hard and oh it broke God. that. How much yeah. were you bleeding? Not much at all, actually. I was bleeding, but it was so minor that I was like, whatever. Is this the reason you're so stupid now? Mm-hmm. I knew it. I used to, uh, I'm on, an, I have Invisalign now, so I don't really have a gap in my teeth anymore. But sometimes the, because my frenulum... It's still like floppy now because it's broken. It would get caught in the gap between my teeth sometimes. Whoa. And it sucked. Anyway, that's the worst injury ever. I haven't Mark, really... How, how did I not know this about you? What's what's important about this? Why what, are you hiding this from what us? Else, what else don't I know? Yeah. I have a foot injury <laughs> that wasn't a big deal because I twisted my ankle, but I have a genetic condition apparently where my foot sucks. <laughs> Thanks for writing. I'm perfectly healthy. Yeah, well. <laughs> no parts of me are as broken. As far as you know. Just on the inside. Oh, no. Okay, this email is from... How do you sign it? From Ivan. And the subject line is first-time writer. It goes like this. Hi, Ivan. Hi, Ivan. Hey, guys. Long-time listener, first-time writer here. I just want to let you know how much I enjoy the show. I anticipated as much as I do new episodes of Part 5, to be honest. Whoa. Thank you. That's a big deal. Thanks. Thanks. I think the JoJo fandom really puts out a lot of quality material out there. Which brings me to my question. Have you ever listened to one cartoonist's dream villains? Yes, we have. It's a (laughs) Disney medley which has been rewritten for each villain in every part of JoJo. I especially liked the part three song and I was surprised that it was all fan made. I'd love to know what you guys think of it if you've heard it. For reference, I've popped in a YouTube name below. Have a great day. Ivan, P.S. I wake up feeling so horny. Mm. Uh, We did. We watched some of it. It does seem like a lot of effort went into it. I want to watch the whole thing later. But yeah, it's like half an hour. You can't watch the whole thing. It spoils stuff. Oh. Just get up to part four and then turn it off and run away. Is it in order? I think so, based on okay. me just kind of skipping through it. But yeah, I went too far ahead before I went, oh, no, no. <laughs> okay. I mean, for y'all, not for me. I know. I know what happens. What happens? There's just like other people and you see like bad guys that you never heard of. Like who? Like uh, Captain Kirk. I've heard of him. Okay. Um, but yeah, it seemed like a lot of effort went into that. I don't know. Oh, yeah, it was from Nico Video, so it's all Japanese. But then the person who translated it isn't a native speaker, so hopefully the English isn't too screwed up. Um, okay. 
Let's or, talk. Or we can just learn Japanese. We could just learn Japanese. Yeah. That simple, simple task. Uh, Get Rohan to write it in our book, in our in our heads. Oh yeah. Knows fluent Japanese. Hmm. Um. So to talk about the episode, which again is episode five, joining the gang. Yay. We start out with Bucciarati's voiceover. We start with Passione and a and a overview of the organizational structure. Right. Which I'm a big I'm very interested in this. Jackie loves organizational structures. I do. We all know that. I do. Um they it seems pretty standard though, like a tree. There's a like tree. There's like a regular the, tree. The boss who's at the top. Mm-hmm. It looked like there was somebody between the boss and everyone else. Right. He has a right hand man. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then there's like little teams that are led by capos. Mm-hmm. Um, and those little teams might be focused on a region uh, or they like like Polpol was or they might be focused on, um, you know, an initiative like drugs or um, I don't know, murder. <laughs> yeah. Assassination is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they all have their little, you know, the, but, but the boss is like, these are our initiatives and now we must form teams and everybody go and do your thing. So it's like little projects and teams or business units or whatever under the larger organization so the boss is like the ceo um, and the ceo has uh an executive assistant no <laughs> a cto who cares it's C- not it's C-O-O? not a business C-O-O? it's not a, it's more like a monarchy really it's not like a corporate bullshit mm. culture it's the, so it seems like the boss handles the strategy and he has a right-hand man who handles the tactics yeah, mm. yeah sure Mm. So um, it's like um, in the wire, there was who was the main guy? Uh, there was the main guy Barksdale, and then, right? D'Angelo Barksdale, or is that the no it, D'Angelo? It wasn't D'Angelo. It was, it was yeah, but you're Barksdale. right. It was Avon. It was Barksdale. Avon. Barksdale. Avon. Avon with Stringer Bell. Yeah. Yes. Right. Avon and Stringer. Yeah. Um, so Avon was number one, and then Stringer Bell is number two, mm-hmm. and then everybody has their own little like turf, like smaller. Right. The lieutenants are the capos. The same thing. Yeah. Um. So yeah, um, they talk about how Bucciarati goes into how people like the capos and I guess higher dress in plain clothes in public, meaning not JoJo clothes. Uh, so you don't really know who they are because they keep all their identities a secret. And Bucciarati has known a few guys who have gotten in trouble mm. for trying to figure out people's identities. He doesn't really say what happens to them. Yeah, he says something also good. like, "I don't want to get involved with those capos." Like he wants to stay out of what all the different capos are doing like their own like little projects and initiatives mm-hmm. you know um so Bucciarati explains that they need to uh they need to get close to the boss to get close to the boss you need to be acknowledged so basically they're just they're trying to move up in the company in order to move up in the in the organization in order to move up in the organization they need the to gang. be acknowledged for like doing something good or something like they need to be right and they need to have a team that will let them do that sort of thing they need to have a good team right so you build a cross-functional diverse team uh and then you (laughs) no yes this is not a a corporate life uh, wait isn't it though studies show that a diverse team uh a diverse color palette of clothing are more effective than other kinds of people (laughs) i disagree with this with what diversity i'm anti-diversity i don't no. i don't think that's true at all i think a few years ago mm-hmm. something uh bigoted happened at a company and you were like this is why you hire other people so they catch stuff like that this. doesn't sound like me you you said that it was it was a while ago maybe you're different now i've changed but anyway now i'm italian i, I thought i knew you <laughs> so he's trying to build it build a good team right because if your team is good then you don't need to like do too much because you can just focus on your stuff and you hired the best people and they're all going to work together and be awesome, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what he's trying to do. So first thing he's going to do is hire a really good corporate recruiter to find the best candidates mm-hmm. to get them where they need to go. You didn't really think further ahead than that? I mean, where? what else do you need? Okay. It's like Jackie's saying, you just all need right. a good team. After Bucciarati talks about the structure and their plan, uh, or kind of in between. They want to climb uh, up. He wants to be a capo. They got to be capos. In order to get close to someone who knows the boss, but who's and then they a, can kill the boss. Who's trying to be a capo, though? Is it Bucciarati, or is it Giorno, or well, is it both of them? It's Bucciarati. Giorno right he's now, is, he's the same rank as everybody else. How old is Bucciarati, though? 
like 12 40 um and he's trying to defeat the boss so at the same time we cut over to two unnamed gangsters i believe we don't get to the two that have names we didn't hear anyway but regular looking no, gangsters named. one of them is named hold on i have his name um his name is fuck oh i didn't ca- <laughs> i didn't get his name i i wrote down zucchini but it began with Zucchero. <laughs> yeah it okay. was it We're was not, like not that. them yet not them yet i'm oh. talking about there's two unnamed gangsters that are talking about polpo and they're like he committed suicide and he's yeah. like he wouldn't do that and he's yeah. like well how could it be murder they're like in suicide's that not a style this is added by the anime that's mm. why these aren't colorful characters because yeah. they pretty much talk about what happened later anyway but i guess they felt like they wanted to clarify to the audience like yes everyone's already wondering how could this have been a suicide yeah. how can this have been a murder what i do think is funny is they're just doing regular gangster stuff while talking and at one point <laughs> there's like the two of them in the foreground and the background there's two guys holding a third guy and and one of the main guys talking like loads up a gun and they're basically they're going to shoot this guy that's being held down Aww. it's like sort of grim but it's funny um then we go ahead and we meet uh two guys who are in colorful clothing and jackie mentioned one of them is zucchero mm. and i don't know if they mentioned his name but i might as well just say it now but the other one's name is sale Sale. So you guys hear hear Zucchero and Sale. What do you think those mean? I don't know. Zucchini Mm -hmm. and um, carrots. Sale? Yeah, I don't know. It's sugar and salt. Zucchero, like azúcar. Which is the driver? Uh, I think that's Zucchero. He has spiky arms. I'm I'm actually not sure. So there's the dude with the spiky arms, and then there's the dude with like J Lo's dress. You know that it goes all the way down in a V to to. But it's orange, right? But it's like I I gotta look this up. I don't. I don't want to be wrong. People will yell at me about what the names. Spike. We can just call him Spiky and J Lo. Zucchero has spikes. Sale has uh, the plunging V. Yeah, the iconic J Lo dress. Yeah, that was out around the turn of the century. Yep. Um. It, okay. uh, so I think it broke the internet. <laughs> no, no, that was Kim Kardashian's blood. I th- no, but I think it was like a big deal. It like sold a lot of tabloids. Oh, it stuff. was a big deal. You, back then to break the internet, you didn't have to do anything. You could see the size of her boobs. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, so Sale and Zucchero are discussing um, Polpo's death and what that means. And they talk about the fact that Polpo apparently bought a bunch of jewels and gold and stuff to kind of like, I guess they said convert his fortune, but I guess that means Mm -hmm. like if you looked on his statements, you'd see that he spent a lot of money. So you'd be like, oh, he doesn't have any. So he bought the, instead of just stashing cash somewhere. So he bought a bunch of shit and then he hid it somewhere. So there's like a secret, uh, like pirate treasure. secret fortune. I have other things to say about this duo. Mm -hmm. Question number one, Mm -hmm. is Mm -hmm. everyone in the mob really fashionable? Like, is that a thing? I can't answer that. Is You have seen like eight people, though. Is this fashion? Why is everyone Turn in to the, the mob, left. Like when Turn I think, to the right. When I think of what like the what mobsters would look like, it, it's not this. <laughs> I mean, they're not definitely... Not even mobsters' wives. Like There definitely was like aesthetics of the mob, though. Like, if you think about Goodfellas, they had those huge collars. They you know? did. They were very like... Yeah colorful so, and not this colorful though. i can understand showy dress but like yeah. it seems like they all take inspiration from different things like they're all in different gangs <laughs> mm. yeah but it does yeah. it does make you stand out and know like oh you see that guy that you're about to make fun of because he's wearing a bunch of pastels with holes in it yeah well that means he's a gangster don't talk to him right or but say be hello. very afraid of this guy because he's gonna fucking beat the shit out of you offer to carry his, his mother's groceries home out of respect yeah. Um, and then my other question, does nobody like know, like, cause these mobsters know about stands. So like, how are they like, cause they're like, oh, it, you know, it looks like a suicide can't be murder. Cause how can anyone get in there? And it's like, if you know about stands, you can just be yeah. like, it might've been a stand user. Like, I guess it's like unthinkable. Cause later the, the gang, Pucciarati's gang is on a boat and they're like, where do they go? And they're like, they couldn't have gone in the ocean. You know, yeah. no one is immediately like standard sky. Like that doesn't happen yet. You know? It would be, yeah. yeah, it wouldn't be as fun, I guess, if every time something happens, someone's like, it's a stand. Although I would like one character who does that. And they're like, calm mm-hmm. down. It was just like a, a gust of wind. <laughs> um, anyway, so Saleh and Zucchero are talking about it. And Saleh's like, or someone's like, he has 5 billion lira stashed yeah. somewhere, which 
you know well no the the the, the fortune is like the equivalent of five right, billion lira right it's, it's not, not it's not yeah. cash right. um which the enemy like jewels and stuff right the anime converted it back into lira because that was the currency of the time um i did a conversion on the fly while watching it on my phone but i'm pretty sure it would be about three million u.s dollars today what I do find funny is that they say 5 billion lira and later Bucciolati says 10 billion. So I don't know if that's just like showing the rumor gets bigger and bigger or if Bucciolati really knows more and it's even bigger than they imagined. Mm-hmm. Um, but as soon as Zuccaro hears like, or one of them is like, you know, Bucciolati was, you know, directly under Polpo or whatever, he's probably aware of where the fortune is. Um, we look and Zuccaro is just gone. Like they were in a car, Zuccaro was driving, he was in the driver's seat, the car is moving. But he's just gone. And he was already being absent-minded while driving. Like, Salah kept having to be like, look at the road. But now he's just out of the car, and the car starts, like, flying all over the place. Um, but nothing happens. He doesn't die. Yeah. Saleh is just like, you crazy devil. You're probably, you know, like, you should have waited. You know, he just got eager to leave. You mentioned that, that yeah, that he, uh, they said it was Bucciarati knows where it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. By the way, um, something I meant, I, I meant to talk about was... You know, they're talking about we have to be better as a gang or whatever. You know, we have to move up in the organization. But like in real undercover situations, right, where you have motives of, you know, defeating or taking down the organization you're in, like you have to actually do crimes. So yeah, how are they going to actually move up? Like, aren't they going to like get a bunch of kids addicted to drugs? Is this what I'm going to see in this anime? Yeah, I hope so. When undercover <laughs> cops go undercover, they just do all the bad things, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You gotta. And they tell you, apparently, they're like, don't do drugs. But I had a detective tell me, he's like, but if they're like, when we go into this building, you need to snort this cocaine so I know you're cool. You're just like, oh, I guess I'm going to do cocaine. Yeah. And then you go back to the uh, the precinct and they have you fill out all this paperwork and you're like, I'm not a drug addict. Mm-hmm. And then the next time you have to do cocaine, they're like, ah, we know you're cool. When I went undercover, I was like, I'm straight edge and they killed me. Oh my God. Wait, how are you here? <laughs> It's like a ghost. Um, so yeah. we then, after hearing Bucciolati introduce things, and then these other gangsters talk about what they're hearing, uh, we jump back to Bucciolati and Giorno. Well, we don't we don't really jump to him. We jump to the the team of um, misfit toys that yeah. we get introduced to all at once. Third in Italian restaurant, mm-hmm. serving bottle Italian of food. white in Italy. Yeah, a bottle of red. There's Is that the order. Uh, four of them. Okay, I right? want to see if Jackie remembers the names of these characters. I don't know. Look, don't it's know. not your fault because the anime didn't do a good job of being like, boom, card, here is so-and-so. Their name is this and that. They look like this. Boom, no. here's the next person. They right. just kind of talk to each other and you're supposed to catch it. Yeah. So there's um, Sephiroth, who's purple. Wow, you didn't even try to get his name. His name is uh, Fugo. Nah, it's no, the other fuck. guy. No, Fugo is the mean one. I do the same thing, though, because Fugo he, to me makes... Yeah, whatever. He is... Hold on. I might have written it down. I don't know. So there's Sephiroth. Okay. There is Fugo, who's like the mean, angry one. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. And there is um, the androgynous, the non-binary one. <laughs> which, which one? Which one? <laughs> the one with the skirt. <laughs> Oh. With a with a woman's voice. Well, it's, a lot of them are androgynous. It's con- that's true. He's considered but, a boy, but okay. Well, that one because when I as soon as I heard the woman's voice, I was like, "Is this a girl?" And then I was like, "This is not a girl. This is a girl's voice." I'm not a girl. And then now I don't know. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember the 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 gender of the androgynous person. character's name? Um, it's like it's like Sapia or something. Excuse me. Uh, it's like I think that's the name that said the most. Maybe I could be wrong. It. I oh, it's. Ha- I, I don't have remember. It. I have okay. it written here. It starts with a gra. It no. starts with a na. No. Yeah. Nagraciante. You're kind of in the area. Oh, it's like Natalie. Nope. It's Jackie. <laughs> it's a boy. <laughs> oh, and it's a reference to Natalie Merchant, right? It's a reference to Natalie Wood. No, I have it. Rest I have it. Peace. I have it. I definitely have it here. Okay. Uh, Is it Namaste? No. Ugh, I definitely right. have and, it. And what, what down. about the last character? One of them is Miss Mista. Yep. Mista, Mista. Mista is the one who is superstitious. Yep. 
Yeah, and he's dressed like Spider-Man, except Shocker. you could see his cum gutters. Whoa. By what? cum gutters, Miles is referring to those, uh, like, what are they, lats? No, oblique muscles you get on the side. Yeah. If you do exercise, which I don't, that cut, like, past your thigh and stomach in a diagonal line. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're called that. I think I do, actually. Let's not talk about it. Never mind. Um, that, yeah, so that's Guido Mista. And he's mm. the one that Jackie said looked like the shocker. He hates a the number villain. four. Wait, is his name Guido Mista? Mm-hmm. Is Guido? Guido's a name. Guido's an Italian name. He looks like shocker, Aww. but with Spider-Man colors. Yeah, Guido typically is a last name, I think. But in this case, uh, it's, Case? in this case, uppercased. It's a first name. Also, so Mista, do you guys know what Mista would mean or what it's in reference to? It's pretty obtuse. Misty uh, from Pokemon? Mista means... Mista from Pokemon? It means mixed. So like uh, insalata mixta, like a mixed salad. <laughs> oh. That's silly. Yeah. So he's, he's um, Guido mixed. N- Could it also refer to like his race? Yeah. Like he's biracial. Oh. There's a... Na- he's half a Spider-Man villain. Naricha? Naricha? Narancha. Narancha. Oh, Narancha. Is, that, is that orange? Yeah, yes. except except it's not. Orange is Arancha. Uh, Arino through uh, Arino. Well, I'm watching Game Center. Uh, Araki threw in an N for some reason at the top. So it's Narancha is the little boy. Mm. I keep mm. meaning. Uh, I keep about to tell you their stands, and I'm like, you didn't see. He's him. 17 though. He's not a little boy. Right. He says he's older than Jono. I feel really uncomfortable using male pronouns for this character. I know, but but, but he's called a boy at every yeah, turn. All right. I mean, I'll get, I'll get so used to technically it. in Japanese language, you don't need to identify gender a lot of the time you talk about someone, but I'm not about to take a fine tooth comb to Jojo and try and figure out if there's any specific moment where Araki yeah, yeah, confirmed yeah. their genders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe they're the all voice boys. actor is definitely a woman, though. Could be. I have not. The I have voice not actor checked. Is I can check right now. If you, if you talk and buy me time, I'll find out. So a lot of this episode is like, Miles, who is your favorite character and who would you vote for? Who would I vote for? I mean the the one that the only one that really sticks out in my mind is Mista, and he has a weird superstition about the number four. I would also no, I understand the super, the four superstition. What Mark, does it mean, Mark? Do you want to be a nerd and talk about it? So there's there's two ways to say four in Japanese. Mm-hmm. There's well, there's probably more. I don't know, but there's no, yon, there's just two. There's yon and there's she, but mm-hmm. she also is. It also means like death. So like the word for four can also mean death. Am I right, Mark? You are right. Okay. So Mista, an Italian mixed race man. That's right. Has a Japanese superstition. <laughs> that's right. So oh, is shit. he half Japanese? Maybe. Maybe that's the mixed. And when he mixta. when he came to the gang, they were like half foodeth. They were like, "Are you half Japanese?" And he was like, "Yeah." Uh, that's a terrace house reference. Um, yeah, he's actually uh, the little boy. Uh, uh, Narancha uh-huh. is voiced by a man. Not, what? Yeah, not Why voiced by a woman. Why does he sound like a uh, woman? Oh, when I said man, I meant little boy. A little boy does his voice. No, it's Ugh. it's a voice actor. All right, fine. There's no women voice actors mm, on there in the world for these characters. I don't think so. I'm so confused. Okay, so let's let's go. All right. What do we have? I'm so sorry far? for misgendering. We him. we have uh, Narancha Girga. Is the is Narancha's last name Girga? He's the, the teen. He was trying to do his math homework. By the way, the way they spell it, Romanized, is G H I R G A. I have, n- I do not think that's technically a word. I think it's another weird Romanization. Um, G I no H R G A is a part of Egypt and is sometimes a name. So, but his name is Narancha Girga, little guy Narancha Girga. Um, Guido Mista, we went over. Guido is just a name. Mista means mixed. Uh, he's got the arrow down his face, like my eyes are down here, buddy. Um, then who else do we have? Okay, we have the mean guy. Fugo. Fugo? He's the orange-haired man. He has a green shirt that is like cut way the fuck open and he wears a tie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> but the tie is tucked into his shirt. The, the tie's right. not, not holding out. anything up. It's not. Functional. Well, ties don't do that. Ties like help keep your collar together or something right um i mean i guess no, let's do that are they functional i guess they're not functional oh. well they used to be they used to be to wipe your mouth oh, oh gross yeah but i know now when my mouth is dirty after i learned that i'm like i want to use my tie but i can't please do it so why no. is Mista? so i guess Mista's is japanese or <laughs> you spent some time in japan why does he have a superstition about the number four i, I guess because araki didn't know about the 13 superstition that like yeah catholic countries probably all share but whatever there's no 13th floor on my building I don't think ours has it either. Yeah. 
even though we live there. What? Actually, uh, between the 12th and 14th floor, there's just a movie from 1999 playing called The 13th. Um, so the guy in green is Fugo, last name Panacotta, which is... Panacotta! Which is a sweet, almost flan-like Italian dessert made of gelatin and sweetened cream, and it can be flavored with rum or vanilla and stuff. It looks like flan to me. I want to try it. it sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. Fugo is the first person present uh, verb of I dispel or I dismiss, like fugo mm. from fugare. So mm. there you go. And then the Sephiroth character we have. Uh, Purple Sephiroth. Is, Sephiroth. Named, is named Sephiroth. That's his name. Oh. No, he's Leone Abacchio. I missed that one. Is I, that, didn't, I didn't catch Does his that name. mean lean back, lean back, do the rock aware? Lean the back. <laughs> no, it's uh, Leone is lion, just literally a fucking yeah, lion. That makes sense. Abacchio is some kind of meat. And it is of a lamb, a particularly young lamb. Mm. So mm. it's like a little little lamb meat. So this is... Lion I, lamb. So th- maybe... So, okay. So this tells me that this character is complex and that maybe he's a lion on the outside, but on the inside, he's a soft, tender lamb. He's a mm. soft, tender, delicious you to, lamb. You need to cherish him. This this is why I mentioned last time that I was at a mandarake in Japan. There was a guy with an Italian flag pin, and I was like, "Is reading part five weird?" And he was like, "Yes." And he was like, "You know, there's a character. And he's like, his name kind of translates to lion, little lamb meat." <laughs> I'm like, "Hmm, oh, man. yeah, that would be weird." Um, so there we go. So long white hair is Leone. Uh, crazy green shirt, peas and shit is Fugo. A uh, tiny boy, sounds like a lady, is Narancha. And the last one is Guido Mista. Yay. That's our show, guys. See you next week. We did it. Um, anyway, so uh, the gang is kind of goofing around a bit. I forget what it starts with. I know we end up with the strawberry cake. What do they first talk about? They're doing homework. <laughs> the little kid, I already forgot his name, Naranja is trying to learn how to multiply... Yes, it starts with math. 15 by 66. Yeah. No, it's like 5 by... Mm-mm. Well, 15, you have to start by multiplying 5 by 6 oh, to multiply 15 okay. by 66. And he gets that right, but then he gets the rest of it wrong, which drives Fugo very mad. Yeah. 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 So, so we're just like getting to know sort of the temperaments yeah. of these no. various characters. So you have the, the, the little boy who's learning math. You mm-hmm. have the other guy who's freaking out also about a number, but this is the number four slices mm-hmm. of cake. Guido hates yeah. four. But he loves cake. So we can't give up the cake, but he's like, why would you give? There's four, four slices. slices I, even if I choose one, there was originally four. He yeah. knows a kid who but like something happened with four and his eye came out. I don't know. So, like, I think the reason you felt like not a lot happened in this episode, because it was just, like... Introducing characters. Yeah, just, like, color about these no, characters, I knew, I knew it was going to be. I mean, it would be even worse if we didn't sit here at this table. You yeah. know, the characters, not us. We are sitting at a table, but I meant if in the episode we didn't sit with them for a while. So, we had to. Yeah. I just felt like it was actually short, like it flew by for me. So, I also, at this time, uh, either... Well, really, I chose to believe that um, Natalie, what, what's not Natalie Merchant, who sang that song Carnival. What's the name? <sighs> oh, that's a Nana, good song. Narancha, right? Na- Narancha. Narancha. Uh, I was I was choosing to believe that Narancha was a woman. But then I was like, wait, like, how are you going to make the girl bad at math? And then I was upset for a little bit. Well, they're all going to have quirks. I know. You know what I mean? How are you going to make the girl <laughs> piss, like a... piss in a teapot? No, that would have been... See, that's not a stereotype. It's not a stereotype that girls piss in teapots. Uh, you've unless never heard that? Unless it's just something I don't know about. Girls piss... I don't piss in teapots. Into everything. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've, we've got that... Wait, okay, so we can confirm... So we don't know much about anybody's genitals in this show, but we can confirm <laughs> that maybe... Um, Fugo? Fugo has a penis. We don't know pissed in a teacup because for and censorship's sake and whatever we don't see anything but logistically it would be very hard to piss in a teacup no, you just need a funnel baby is very hard the same as impossible like at a table with everyone yeah you would it's he would have been she if it was a, if it if it was somebody with a vagina they would have been like let me get out my graphing paper Okay. And draw you. The no. logistics of having a vagina. You would need to take. You would need to take your pants off. You couldn't do it through the hole in your in your. But zipper. this is JoJo clothing. They could have openings. Yeah, wherever. I thought he was wearing a dress. To be honest with you. No, you're thinking of Narancia. Okay. Who had like the the skirt or the thing tied around his waist. All right. 
Okay, so anybody can have any genitals. Who know? We don't need to know. It's a comic book. That's true, though, Jack. I'm always thinking about people's genitals. I'm kidding. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> um. So yeah. So by the way, just to get into specifics, one thing that I do think is funny is that so it's 16 by 55, and uh, you know, Fugo's like, "We'll start with 16. Uh, start with six by five. How much is that?" And Naranja's like, 30. And he's like, "Good." Later, Naranja shows him that 16 by 55 is 28. And Fugo is like, how could you get less Maybe if you already told me? Maybe he went from 30 and then he subtracted. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so this drives Fugo insane. Fugo grabs a fork and stabs Narancia in the face with it. So what is Fugo's quirk? He just hates um, people. I think he's just an asshole. That don't listen? Well, he also just pees into Jordano's uh, like tea for no reason. No, he's- Fugo didn't do that. I thought that was Sephiroth. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think so. Let me see. You're right. It is. It's Leone, Sephiroth, Abakio, uh pees into a teapot and pours it for Giorno. But Fugo, Fugo is a stabber. Fugo stabs Narancha with a fork. So Narancha pulls out a, 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 a fork and attacks. And so they're no, attacking Narancha does not take out a fork. Fugo takes out a fork and stabs Narancha in the face with it. But then Narancha takes out a knife. Oh, a knife. Narancha has a knife. And then and then Bukarati comes in and he stop he stops the fight by being like, "Hey guys, the whole restaurant can hear you. What are you doing? What's yeah. going on?" Yeah, exactly. Um, and he introduces. He's like, "Hey guys, this is Jorno. He's joining the team." Wait, just to back up a second. Yeah. Fugo calls. Uh, and just in the subtitles, Fugo calls Nanancha shit for brains. Mm. So this is actually a bit of JoJo censorship. Originally, Fugo calls. Uh, Narancha, something that I can't really translate, but it's basically like you complete like fucking idiot. Is it a racial slur? I don't know if it was ableist or something, but it was mm. like kind of fucked up and they changed it. It might have just been too vulgar. So mm. they changed it and like it's become a meme amongst the Japanese Jojo fan base. He calls him a uh, rotting brain miso. Mm. So he says like you're a soup of rotting brains basically. Mm. Um, hmm. And yeah, so then they're interrupted and that's I think when Narancha puts a knife to uh, Fugo's neck. Right, but then Bucciarati comes in. And he's like, hey, what are you doing? Who is starting all right? What's going on? And uh, so he stops the fight. And by introducing Giorno, he's like, hey, guys, he's this is Giorno. He's jo- joining the team. He's a teen I hang out with. Yeah. And then they all start apologizing to each other. Like, oh, man, I'm sorry I stabbed you with that fork. Oh, no, it's my fault. I shouldn't have pulled that knife on you. Oh, uh, you know, I'm sorry for whatever, whatever. Everybody's apologizing to each other. And Giorno bows. Would an Italian do that? No. Okay. What are these really Japanese Italian people? I don't know. Do they well, all have Japanese moms? Well, Giorno is mixed, so maybe he just bows to everyone. I think they all have Japanese moms. And maybe they're all speaking Japanese, too. And the moms taught him right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But they're all like being standoffish to Giorno. Because uh, he's the new kid in town. Right. He's the, the new guy. Right. So Bruno gets a phone call. Like the waiter or whatever is like, hey, uh, Bucciarati, you, you're getting a phone call. So he he starts to leave and he's like, Giorno, uh, uh, take the time to get to, know, get to know these guys that I just introduced you to. Gotta go. Bye. And Sephiroth serves him, serves him some piss tea. Yeah. Right. He pees into a teapot. We don't see his dick. So. Right. Just, just so, so we know. don't know it exists. It's still right. steaming hot. Yeah, and then he pours them the cup. It's disgusting. So, like, is it still like what's the makeup? So, there's still some hot water. I in think, there. yeah, I, th- I think it's most. I think the makeup no, of this, I don't want to do this piss liquid is like, <laughs> oh my god, mostly hot water and then mm-hmm. like some piss. Okay, I'm watching the timestamp. Honestly, if it's boiling, you don't put boiling tea into a teapot. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you. That's how you make tea. You boil water. <sighs> okay, but once it's on the table, it's not boiling. Yeah, but it's still steaming. It's quite hot. Sure. It's quite hot. But it's not boiling. It's not at 100 degrees Celsius. And then we cut back to Bruno, and he's talking about something on the phone. I don't know. Did anybody catch what he was talking about on the phone? No, not really. Doesn't matter. While he's on the phone, these two old ladies interrupt him, though. And They're, he goes out to talk to them, and we find out later. Yeah, wait. It must be something important, because Bruno makes like a noise or something. He was like disappointed i think but i don't know what exactly it was because because we don't hear the person on the other end of the phone well yeah but the maitre d says something like what's wrong and he's like nothing mm-hmm. and that's when menini 
that lady, old lady Manini. The lady's like, hey, um, can we talk about something? Can you come outside? I want to talk to you about something. Later we find out it's drugs. I was very suspicious. Was anybody else suspicious of this old lady? Yeah, I thought it was no. a trap because all old ladies are traps. <laughs> I, thought it was a, I thought it was a trap too. I was like, this is some, a stand disguised as an old lady or something. But Anyway, it wasn't. Yeah. The hazing of Giorno continues. And he's oh, this right. is, the phone call was Bucciarati learning about Polpo's death. Ah, oh, oh, so, so Jojo didn't it? just tell him? No. Oh, he's wow. like, what? Oh, my God. I see. He I was see, so nice. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we cut back to the team in, in the restaurant. And uh, uh, somebody asks Giorno, how old are you? And Giorno says he's, what, 15, 16? 15. 15. Which is the truth. And uh, Naranja is like, oh, you're two years younger than me. So even though Naranja looks like he's 13 and mm-hmm. also a girl, Jorno mm-hmm. uh, is younger than right. him. I'm sorry. I know you said the old lady took uh, Bucelli outside, but did you go into how she says my son beats me up? That's so, or no, later. my That's friend. Later, you That's dummy. later, you I don't like when they when they cut back and forth between scenes. I don't remember that. I just put all the scene together. Oh, but well, anyway, it is later. You well, go ahead then. You, yeah. know, you know, Bucciarati is outside yeah. talking to this lady. That's okay. what's happening right now. Bucciarati's outside, out away from camera view, off camera. And meanwhile, Jojo's about to drink some piss. Yes, yes. So yes. the thing about drinking piss mm-hmm. is this a reference to the movie Waterworld, starring Kevin Costner, where <laughs> he drinks piss? Well, in Waterworld, he pours it into a filter first. Mm-hmm. Giorno doesn't have time for such fancy things he does in a sense though how many times in jojo's have someone almost drank piss or actually drank piss there's this there's uh justice i think no judgment uh where abdul and polnara piss into someone's breathing bamboo that baby almost eats shit Mm -hmm. no the baby does eat shit it's not almost eats shit uh there's also 10 more times that we just talk about (laughs) people is that what the show is about i feel like there's been scenes with like iggy just pissing in someone's mouth no he doesn't do that either iggy Iggy or the baby maybe the baby pissing no i don't want to talk about this it's gross that's Mark. This is the show that you love. Right? Yeah, we're but, supposed but to be talking about is, the show, and this is what happened on the show, Mark. This is what Araki would want. But like the, this the, is what our podcast is about. We have to talk about what happens. The minimum and maximum amount of time should be one. We're already talking about the one. We don't need to just decide <laughs> Mark, about what. These are the iconic moments that make this show great. I don't feel good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it seems like JoJo just laps that piss up. Right, right. No, well, it, there's yeah. But there's like this. He like, goes to drink it. There's this moment of like it's like pre-pressure because like it, he realizes what's going on. He probably smells the piss. Yeah. And they're like, "You gotta drink it." You said itadakimas or whatever, like whatever it is right. that you say. Ita- what do you say before you eat? Is well, it itadakimas? Yeah, but I don't think you say that before drinking tea. The way he translates is, I don't says, know, but I heard them say it a bunch of times. He was oh, okay. like, "You said you were gonna drink it. You gotta drink it now. I poured right. this they, all they, up they, for you, real good. So they, you gotta." They drink all it. they all know it's piss. They all know that Leonie Sephiroth does this kind of. Thing. And, and Jorno knows, knows it's piss too. Because he smelled the piss. Maybe they, yeah, I know, but I'm saying that they're watching him because they know what it is. They're yeah. not watching because he pauses because he's like, "Fuck." So but the, like, the, is this? A, do you think he does this to everybody? Are they all like, "We all drank it. You have to drink it too." <laughs> no, you know? everybody noticed. Everybody probably everybody notices and they react a different way. It's probably a test. You, they don't say it, but you can kind of tell that it's sort of like. I can't just put this down and be like, you put piss in my cup. Although that's what I would do. I would be like, this is piss. Don't they drink yeah. coffee in Italy, not tea? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, wait, don't they drink piss in Italy? <laughs> no, you can't say that. Why are these Italians acting suspiciously like Japanese people? <laughs> because that's... Dr- never mind. Because because of tea, right? Not because of urine? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. No. This is disgusting. Well, <laughs> so that now he does drink it. Like, so there's like peer pressure or whatever. Well, because Bucciotti comes back and goes like, what are you guys doing? They're and like, Jorno's like, nothing. And then he just goes, he just whoop, takes just a shot. N- knocks that shit back. Yeah. Puts the cup down. We see that it's empty. It must be pretty weak tea if you can still smell that it's piss. Mm. I think it's mostly piss. Yeah. And everybody else is like, like, oh my God, dude, did you really they, drink it? Like, yeah. they're like acting like and they, they, a, they ask him how he did it. And he's like, well, you guys are all keeping your abilities. Uh, I, one thing I really want to say, you though. guys are all keeping your abilities hidden too. Right. And they're like, he's a stand user. Go ahead. Okay. But when they're like, how'd you do it? He was like, Sonne. He was, it was like a, it was like a cute flirty girl. It was like really flirty. Like, Sonne. Well, he's like a little, he's a young kid. I don't remember hearing that. It was very like, just a cute, 
yeah. girl. Okay. And he reveals... Or flirty boy. To himself, I think to the to the audience, that he turned one of his teeth into a jellyfish, which absorbed all of the piss. Right. And I was waiting for this to come back. I was waiting for Giorno to, like, get back at Leone. Like, he puts the jellyfish in him somewhere or something and, like, untransformed it. But then Giorno would be missing a tooth. Drops the so jellyfish he- into your teeth. He would have to, like, throw the jellyfish, like, the jellyfish freaks out and dispels all of its mass, and then put the jellyfish back in his mouth, so it would turn back into a tooth. But listen, either way, he tasted piss. Even if he didn't yeah, swallow yeah, the piss, he tasted the piss. Yeah, it's No just jellyfish is aggressively like, I'm not going to let anything pass me, you know? <laughs> yeah, that jellyfish couldn't possibly have slurped it all up. He, also- He took the shot back, and the jellyfish, like, cut it all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and didn't stick what if his mouth all his, or anything? all his teeth were jellyfish? That's what he should have done. He tasted piss. Because if it were up to me, I'd be like, let's not risk it. Let's have all teeth Just be jellyfish. Just throw into a jellyfish to catch yeah, yeah, yeah. it. That might kill you. <laughs> Is this why we piss on jellyfish stings? Because they like it gets absorbed ah, or something? It's like the other way around, no. though. Because you turn your leg into a jellyfish? No, we yeah. do that because it's fun. <laughs> Um, <laughs> because it's an Italian custom, right? Um, this is the piss episode. I really don't. Ladies and gentlemen, at least we're—it's just going to be the one, right? We're not going to do this again. Well, we don't know what will happen. The more Araki puts piss in his episodes, the more we're going to have. We to have talk to about. talk about this, mm. Mark. We really don't. Um, so eventually, Bucciarati comes back from his conversation, or do we cut back to him now when he finishes the conversation? He walks back into the room and he observes this interaction, and like he's like. One thing about Jojo is that he's hard to dislike. Mm. Yeah, because he does it in a fun way where he's yeah. like, oh, you guys also hide your abilities. And they're like, oh, he has an ability? Oh, I'm curious about him. I want to learn My more. ability is I like to drink piss. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine. I, I was thinking... I was thinking he was going to turn the piss into something, but yeah. instead he turned chocolate milk or something. His body into something. I don't know. I don't know what living thing could you turn piss no, into. Let's, uh, can we stop saying th- this word and just move on? What living thing could you turn urine um, into? I'm just going to edit it all out. Mark. <laughs> it's all coming out. Mark, this is a serious question about actual things that happen in this episode. It's so hot in here. How else would you get rid of the situation? Like if you had a cup full of piss, Bucciarati had been talking to this old lady outside. What could you turn it outside, into? And this is a ser- listeners write in and tell me what you would turn the piss into. You just ruined it. Please, what? <laughs> what, Mark? I this is like a legitimate question. I'm not laughing because it's piss. I'm laughing. I want Jackie's to- notebook is filled with piss questions. I'm not laughing. These are legitimate questions. You're not. You're not doing this because I hate this. <laughs> No, I'm Mark, laughing because Mark. Hates I'm upset this. because you won't let me ask these important questions. After I've asked us to move on from this but, topic, no, 10 but times. think about like in JoJo's, it's always like you're put in a situation and you have to figure out how you're going to use your abilities, your abilities, your natural abilities to get out of that situation. And in this case, the situation is piss in a teacup. So but, I don't think he could turn liquid. Is what I'm saying. You don't think he can turn... Because it's not a living thing, right? No, he... he Nor is it a part of his body. He turns unliving things, inanimate objects, into living things. Or or he turns living things into more living things by aging them or giving them energy and whatever. So, but the thing is, is liquid is not like a defined shape. You Mm. know, it's not a solid object. Um, But it's still not a living thing. What cares what... Who cares what the mass... It's true. The matter is made out of. I I don't know. I mean, I I guess you could just turn it into... uh, 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 What if it turned into... Turn it into a goldfish. But then where would it go? You know Just drink the goldfish. Yeah, but then it turns back into pee. Oh, does it? Yeah, you can't have your stand constantly thinking about a goldfish. Or you think you poop it out as a goldfish and it turns into piss when you walk away from the toilet? Hmm. I don't know, man. I wouldn't have drank the piss, though. I would have, like, just thrown it off the table. Anyway. All right. We can get off this topic now that you've seriously answered my question, because it's all I wanted, Mark. One thing that I wrote down is that I like the art, I'm realizing. I think it was just yeah. seeing Bucciarati or Narancia talk to somebody, and I just like the way their faces are drawn. I, I really why. like the fashion. It finally hit me. I, really I like the fashion, too. These old ladies are very small, though. Yeah, they're like, if we've talked about how part five, typically they're actually short, and they've made them taller, the characters, then these ladies must be, like... A dime. They're as tall as a dime. Before we meet the ladies, Bucciarati's like walking out of the restaurant and everybody in town is like, Oh, Bucciarati, how are you? How's your mother? How are you? Like, whatever. Like, they all love him. He's mm-hmm. so liked. Because they're all afraid of him. I think he's just a lovable guy. No. 
No? He's a gangster. You don't think he's a nice man? I think he's a nice man. I think he's a lovable guy. But, but JoJo's already determined that he's a good person. But deep inside, these people have heard about crimes, disappearances, the mafia. They know what's up. He's not just, doesn't happen to be a fashionable, nice young man. Fear and love are the same emotion. No, they're not. They're completely they're opposite. Exactly. They're opposite emotions. The same. They're opposites. Um, love is just fear of loss. Mm. That might be true. Um, so there's these old ladies, and um, one of the old ladies is like, this is my friend, um, <laughs> Francis, and her son, I don't know. I gave Francis them, has a big-ass bruise on her I face. gave them a name. And it's not just one of those old people liver spots that old mm. people get. She's getting beat up by her son. Yeah. Francis is getting beat up by her. They don't name these women, right? Obachan. Obachan Francis is getting beat up by her son. And so they're like, hey, you know, I, you know, he's getting into drugs. You know, what's with kids these days and all the drugs? Who's making him get into the drugs? And Bucciarati's like, oh, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> it's sweating. me. It's me. I'm the one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one who made your son hit you. He's like, who does that? Yeah. <laughs> but he um, says he'll look into it, which yeah. is, probably doesn't bode well for this person. Because he's an undercover cop and he needs to, you know. But he's also, it's interesting because it's complicated, right? He's dealing with the consequences of his actions in participating in a corrupt and, you know, evil system. But he's trying to change things from the inside, which we all know, like, probably doesn't work. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, again, we've talked about it. I think, it I think it could work in the situation because you can kill everybody. But um, so. Or you could also just kill everybody. But I guess, you I guess can, it's like if you want to get close to the boss, you got to get it to the top. Or you can vote if you want to change things. Meh. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, yeah. But it's definitely bit. better to kill people. Run for office. <laughs> Running for office is probably more powerful. Uh, so but not everybody then murder? Can do it. I don't know. <laughs> That's true. You could just murder everybody. <laughs> oh, so, God. yeah, anyway. th- then Bucciarati summons the gang to go. Um, old lady says stuff, getting into drugs, who's making him sell drugs. You're on our side, right? And, yeah. and then Bucciarati walks back into the restaurant and he's like, hey, we're going on a yacht party. <laughs> he rents a yacht. <laughs> Uh, with Puff Daddy. Yeah. And Mariah Carey mm-hmm. for Honey, the video Honey. That, um, that one has the sailors on a boat. Aaliyah R.I.P. in Rip. Rock the Boat. Oh, okay. That makes sense. <laughs> I think there's just a minor comment where Narancha says, oh, I was hoping we'd buy it, buy the yacht. Uh, Narancha is like, I got snacks. Yeah, he buys, he buys snacks at the yacht rental. It's a yacht <laughs> rental that also sells snacks. Well, you never know when you're going to get a, a, a snack you know, attack on your yacht, listening to uh, Air Supply and Michael McDonald and other yacht rock. Narancha is my favorite character. Narancha is pretty great. Um, we also see the, that uh, Mista sees the different boats and sees like the boat number four. And he's like, we can't get that boat. And which <laughs> is like, yeah, okay, whatever. We won't. You can't get that boat because it would be bad luck in Japan yeah. where we're not. Well, he doesn't even he doesn't even reference Japan. He just hates the number four, but he doesn't know why. But the Japanese readers know why. Like the Japanese readers get it. Uh, I feel like I really like I like Misa too, but I feel like he's gonna he's gonna get annoying with all the four stuff. You know, it's 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 a great al- album by Beyonce. You know, four. yeah, great album by Led Zeppelin. Oh yeah, it's yeah. it's like a not a great album by Stone Temple Pilots number four. Mm. 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 What about uh, Huey Lewis in the news though? What F- about him? It's F-O-R-E. They have an album called them before. Mm. Anyway, here this and the news isn't good. Um, moving on. So they end up renting the yacht. Bucciarati offers to pay the man or says, how long will it cost to rent for X, Y, and Z? And the guy's like, I couldn't charge Your you, Bucciarati. No <laughs> and after he says, like, yeah, I can't charge you anything, then uh, Narancia has all these snacks he dumps on the counter. Yeah. And we know that he's not going to pay for those either, probably. Cut to the boat. There's rap music playing. Muffled in the background. Narancha is listening to a boombox because it's the 90s. Yeah, but he doesn't have a Walkman. Back then you could have a Walkman. Why does he have a whole ass boombox? Because they're on a yacht. It's a party. Oh, okay. But he's also <laughs> listening to headphones, just very, just loud enough for everyone to hear. Yeah. So why even wear the headphones, my dude? It would probably be much louder otherwise. Yeah. But he's not even considerate of that. Mm. So there's a scene where he's bothering... Mista, I think? Is yeah. it Mista? Yeah. Okay. Who's reading a book and he's like, hey can you sell me a soda? And he he's like, Coke or Sprite? Sprite, because it's more clear. Mm. And while Naranchan is holding his magazine, he spills Sprite on his boombox, destroying Aww. it. Fugo, sp- no, uh, Mista spills Sprite on Naranchan's boombox. 
Yeah. And then it shorts out and fucks up. Just more rich character development. Mm-hmm. And that is of no consequence, really, but it is just sort of a funny scene, the it's way he just does it. more learning about these people who will, mm. in time, surely become close friends of ours. Uh-huh. Mm, I think, I, I don't think all of them are going to survive this boat trip. Or maybe not the boat trip, but I don't think any, they're all going to survive. Because there's six of them, that's too many. True. Who do you want to die? So, my theory is that Giorno, like, that, my theory is that Araki gets bored of Giorno, just like he got bored of Koichi. <laughs> And he's going to kill him off. <laughs> Whoa. Koichi, Koichi doesn't get killed. He just... Uh, well, I think that someone is either going to get killed off or forgotten about, like, fall off the boat and, like, mm-hmm. they're just gone forever. Uh, I don't know which one it's going to be, but I think six heroes is too much. And we just got introduced to this new cast of people. I think that, you know, not all of them are going to make it. Okay. Is it a reference to Big Hero 6? Maybe they'll all like land on an, on an island and then they get voted off like Survivor. Mm-hmm. They'll have to vote each other off. Or they have to kill each other like Hunger Games or um, Real Lord Life. of the Flies or Battle Royale. Or Robinson Crusoe. They- or whatever that game is that kids play now. <laughs> PUBG <laughs> and Fortnite. Yeah. And Call of Duty now and everything in the world. Okay, it doesn't matter. Let's talk about the actual fucking anime. So, yeah, we pour Sprite on a boombox. It breaks it. And... Then I don't remember. Oh, someone asks, where's the boat going? And Butcherati is like, we're going to Capri. And they're like, oh, we're not going there on vacation, right? Like, where are we? why are we going there? And he's like, all right, guys, listen up. Pole Pole committed suicide. And everybody's like, oh, really? But Jordan, those faces like, oh. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> and Pole Pole had a secret fortune. So we're about to go there. I don't know why all six of them need to go over there to get the secret fortune. That's why that's another reason why I think somebody's going to die because like how are you going to tell six people like I think what it is is like you need six people to help you get the fortune and then once you get the fortune you kill off like half of them mm. you know or some of them well, some I mean, some I mean, some number of ones that you don't want to They're going share over, the, they're going over there cuz they know that the there, there could be opposition you know maybe Pulp will pay people people to guide his to right. maybe he had someone in mind to pass it on to Right but then once you get the fortune you kill people off so you don't have to split six ways, you split four ways or right. whatever. Yeah. Not four ways. That's unlucky, I heard. Oh, true. It's like it's like <laughs> well, the Maybe it's me stuff. <laughs> it's like the Dark Knight when they all kill each other except the Joker. Oh, wouldn't it be sad and tragic if wouldn't Mista Wouldn't it be sad? If Mista dies from like the number 4? Like it's just I don't know. Like, That's definitely going to happen. Like Sesame Street or something. He's like killed by the number four. And <laughs> that happens like, in Sesame Street. <laughs> I don't know. That's how Elmo died, but he's, dude. He's been looking out for this this whole. I'm, I hope that some of the things I, I'm saying are predictions, and then someone can write in and be like, "How does Jackie know?" No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so let's see. So so he so um, Bruno kind of spills all the beans. He's like, "It's worth ten billion liar." Lire. 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 I think it's Lira. I don't know why I said anything else. Um, while he's talking, while he's explaining about the fortune they're going after, um, it sounds like Inagata Davida is playing behind them, kind of. The background music made me think of that. Now that I know to listen for like musical references, but it could just be me. I think that's the song I'm thinking of. Well, yeah, by Iron Iron Butterfly. Yeah. Um, so somehow, somehow Bucciarati explains that like if they get the money... That will yeah. propel them higher up in the organization. They can use it to climb the ranks. I don't understand how. Because money equals power. Like, what are they going to do? Buy, like, more guns? Buy, pay know. off people? Bribe so that... people, yeah. Okay, I thought they were just going to be like, look at our quarterly earnings. And they'd be like, where did you get it? And you're like, it doesn't matter. We're illegal. We do illegal <laughs> shit. What do you care? I have money. Mm. They're like, I don't know what you did, but you're right. Results talk. So I think my theory of Pol Pol being Polnareff is not true because they would have revealed it. <laughs> before he died probably or now true um so i don't think he's actually a planner mm. anyway. um so as we continued though as they're talking about it meanwhile narasia narasia narancha narancha i wrote narasia but close narancha disappeared he's like kind of yanked away we see his foot shoot up in the air and then he calls for bucciarati and then we kind of just see we just see like his hand or his leg get pulled down and when they go over there there's no hole and someone says come look they all go over it's like a sink almost that he got pulled into like there's just a drain and his old shoe is just sitting there so they're like where did he go and then they all start looking around for him 
and Mista vanishes, and then dun, dun, dun. Fugo's like, "Well, where did Mista go?" And then he's like, "Let me look at this." Thing. And then me, and then Fugo's gone. So Narancha, Mista, and Fugo are yeah. all disappearing somewhere into the boat. This is also like at the same time I was already writing. Okay, I think six people are gonna. I, I don't think six people are gonna make it off this boat. I think people are gonna die, and then people start disappearing, and I'm like, "Yes." Did you? Yes. Mean, yes. Yes. <laughs> when you said you were writing this in a book, do you mean you were reading it in your comic book that tells the future? No. Is that what you meant? I was just writing it in my notes. I was like, not everyone's going to make it out of here. Well, and also, Giorno gets stabbed at the end of this. So, like, maybe he doesn't make it. So, then Bucciarati, Abacchio, or Leone, and Giorno are like, let's stick together. And, you know, they're wondering, like, are people alive or dead? Mm -hmm. And Bucciarati's like, I didn't say they were dead. And Giorno... Giorno has a theory. He's like, they're not dead because I turned Rancha's leftover shoe into a fly. Right. And that fly, like all living things in my stand creates, is trying to return back to its owner. So, you know, Narancha owns the shoe. The shoe is now a fly trying to find the body it was on. So, how does he know for a fact, like, how does the fly, like the shoe, it's mm-hmm. a shoe. Mm-hmm. It's not alive. It doesn't right. know, like, it, like, how does a shoe know, like, where anybody is? There's a shoe. The shoe turns into a fly. The fly is looking for somebody how does he know that like the things that he turns into living things are like know whether or not that thing still exists right like maybe he's tried it or maybe he tells it to because he has some level of control over these things a little bit of influence but, but i mean in this case it sounds like they have autonomy based on so, what he says because you he, remember he turns koichi's luggage into a frog a frog which right. returns to him so maybe he can tell it who to look af- look for well, it's all, it comes to him because he had the luggage. But like last, <sighs> it's like NBA. Know, like the man. last person who touches the ball is the one who took it out of bounds. If there's like two people, right? Mm. I take uh, there's two people. I take a shoe from each. Uh huh. I take them both off 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 to the side. Right. I kill one of them. I mm-hmm. don't kill the other one. I turn their shoes into flies. What does the dead person's shoe do? What does the fly shoe the shoe fly do? Shoe fly don't, don't bother, bother me. Shoe, shoe fly, fly don't, don't bother, bother me. me. What does the uh, shoe fly do? The the dead man's shoe fly does nothing. It sits there or it flies away because it doesn't care anymore. But I how think, does the dead man's shoe fly know? I don't think it knows anything. It knows where it wants to go and it doesn't understand why. What you don't know, Jackie, is that shoes, when you take them off, they desperately want to be on you, but they can't move. But if we turn them into animals, they would run to you. And say, Jackie, please put me on your feet. Why a fly? Why not a bear or something else? I don't like else? it. A bear could attack you. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. It's it's so that he could have the dramatic moment where he's like, they're still on the ship. The stand user is still on the ship. They're all still on the ship. And everybody's like, how do you fucking know that, Jorno? And he's like, because I, let me, let me reveal the big thing that I did secretly from all of you. And that is this. I turned the shoe into flies. Right. And... They're kind of skeptical of that, but the fly is flying around where Fugo last was, and it's like the entrance to the uh, interior of the ship. And, you know, Sabuchirati kind of believes Giorno and tells Leone, like, hey, Leone, this sounds like a perfect situation for your stand. And Leone's like, um, yeah, but I'm not going to reveal my stand yeah. yet. I don't want to do that. I just can't because reveal this kid, it carelessly. Just because this brat over here. Uh, has a weird theory that he came up with out of fear mm-hmm. about how so-and-so is still alive on the boat doesn't mean I need to... Like, why are you doing this? Does he think Jorno is going to walk away and he'll never have to show him his stand? What is the big deal here? Well, that is what happens. Jorno is like, I have a dream. And then he runs away and gets stabby-stabbed through the bottom of the ship. Right. Some people find it hard to trust, Mark. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so Leone puts up an argument against Bucciarati about not wanting to take a standout. So Giorno realizes that it's futile to keep trying mm-hmm. to tell him to do so. So he goes, I have a dream and then runs. And we see, I think it's Zucchero because Zucchero is the one who left the car and had spikes on him. Uh-huh. We see like a sword pierce through Giorno's uh, torso. Mm-hmm. And we see like, by a, like an octopus looking arm. But it, I think those are the spikes, right? Or is it a different... I have no is idea. Is it his stand? It's like tentacly though, the arm. You might be right. Okay. Um, and so Giorno is stabbed and then we cut back over to Bucciolati and Leone. And Leone is glowing now. Giorno says, um, I'm counting on you. You can solve the mystery. So he's like, he he threw himself into the trap in order to force these guys to like 
figure it out. And to trust to show that his intentions are serious. Mm. And that he is he is putting his trust in them. Right. You know? Right. So. And I think that, isn't this also a situation where before this happens, doesn't Jorno or Butcherati say something like, don't just carelessly run into things? Yeah. Mm. He's like, you should use your stand to keep a distance. But then Jorno's like, no, I'm going to go fucking carelessly run into this thing. Mm. And yeah, so we see that Leone is glowing and Butcherati's like, what? And you see like his jellyfish stand in the background. It looks like a giant We see octopus. a stand for like a brief second and then it is to be continued time. So yeah. based on this, who would you vote for? To die? Mm, yes, but also to um, represent you in Congress. Okay. <laughs> I kind of want the number four guy to die mm. by the number four. Oh, let's fuck, marry, kill, kill these for guys. For the delicious irony. We haven't done that in a while. Fuck, marry, kill these guys. There's too many of them. I can't keep There's them straight. There's six of them. But I don't even know them that well yet. I don't, I, like, it's an important decision to for me whether I fuck any of them or marry. I don't want to. They're all boys. I fuck <laughs> Abaccio. Which one's that? Sephiroth. Sephiroth. Oh, okay. I marry... Narancho. The little boy. Okay. And then I kill Fuko. Okay. Um, and then... Um, what about uh, Guido? Guido Mista. Mista can represent me in Congress. Wait, that's not part of FMK. <laughs> FMK represent me in Congress. FMKR. <laughs> um, yeah, and then did you guys see they briefly hit, hit, like give the name of the next episode? Did you guys see that? No. no. Okay. Because you stopped... Um, the playback. Well, it was there, but I didn't know if you caught the frame that I did. No, I don't know how to read either. Because I was wondering if they give you any of the stand names or stand impressions of the uh, the four new members. We'll never um, know. Well, Not the four yet. old members of the gang, but they don't. Do you think we'll um, find out in future episodes? Mm-hmm. I think next episode we're probably going to see a lot of stands and stand names, I mm. hope or think. Previously, was the team four people? Because I don't think Misa would have liked that. True. Well, it was five if you include Bucciarati. Ah, uh, all right. Four underlings. Is is Bucciarati a capo? He's on no, his way? No, 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 no. They're He's, saying he will be a capo Polpo if he can get capo. this 10 billion lira. Uh, okay. His capo is Polpo, and he is whatever he is, a gang leader. I see, I see, I see. Yeah. He's a team lead. He's a guy. He's like a senior. <laughs> anyway, guys, listeners, y'all, everybody, friends, thank you for listening. Don't forget to vote. It's too late. The country's <laughs> already in ruins. Um, if you want to email us, and have something for us to read or look at, you can email us. It's jojosbizarrepod at gmail.com. If you want to tweet to us or don't, just follow us on Twitter at jjbpod. Uh, rate and review us and stuff on iTunes. And our SoundCloud is also jjbpod. Have a good... No, Thanksgiving will still not happen by the time next episode. Comes out. Have a good week, whatever it is. Whatever. Goodbye. Bye. I'm not a girl.